When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy to have you with us on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio to help make sense of it all. We're also on the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. It's Randy Scott and Mike Wells in for the guys, Canty and Carlin, uh, moving around the ESPN Radio slate, so we're happy to once again keep the seat warm. Mike Wells, you're still at home in Indy. Uh, I'm still at home here in, in Bristol, Connecticut, at Mike Wells NFL on Twitter for Mike, at Randy Scott ESPN for me. Of course, the overarching, the overall umbrella here at ESPN Radio. And we're going to get to uh, the question that we've put out on the ESPN Radio Twitter handle here uh, to sort of get the conversation going or keep it going, as I'm sure it's been involved throughout the ESPN Radio slate today. But we're thinking about last night's big win. The weekend preview poll is taking a look back. We are asking you, which Warriors championship was the most impressive. There's no, well, you know what, Mike, let's be real. There is an incorrect answer. But you're allowed to have your opinion as long as you're allowed to back it up. So you can get at us on the uh, on the telephone lines. It's uh, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. And a reminder for more reaction to this Warriors fourth title, you can listen to KJM weekdays, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. It's time for Straight Talk Wireless, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, Mike, when last you and I were working together, we were very much in the thick of this series. It was getting a little closer to even, right? A little closer to even between the Celts and the Warriors. But I feel like since ever since we were last on this program together, Golden State just suddenly asserted themselves and cemented their dynasty status once again last night. Hey, you know, Randy, you kind of beat me to the punch. I wasn't going to tell you about this before when we did our pre-production <laughs> meeting, but it was about it was this time about this time last Friday. Uh, Boston was up two to one in the series, and we spent a big portion of the show talking about amongst ourselves and with our guests if whoever wins Game Four is the, is that team going to win the series? Is it that big of a deal? And we were talking about how okay, there's a, it's going to be a long series. Golden State, Steph Curry, bum ankle and all, goes out, scores forty three points, puts on a show in the Garden to tie the series out, series up clearly. That was a momentum swinging moment for um, the Warriors because they went on and won three straight games. Boston looked like they were the better team for such a big part of this series. But with Steph Curry and all the doubters out there, he went out there and carried the Warriors to the title. Yes, Andrew Wiggins had a very, very impressive game five in Chase Center in San Francisco. But the reality is this was the Steph Curry series, the Steph Curry title. And now Curry can say, I got another title, a fourth title. And for those who were silly enough to question, okay, uh, am I not that great because I have not won the NBA Finals MVP yet? He's got that Finals MVP now. So basically, if I'm Steph Curry, I'm telling everybody, just shut the hell up. I've done it all. <laughs> I Steph was motivated by some petty slights. Right, he made no, uh, no bones about that during the game, post game. I mean, there were references in this game, like in Game Six, and that's sort of the challenge 
uh, less than 24 hours from the conclusion to a final series is we want to pay attention to the game itself, but you also want to advance the conversation, right? We want to put into perspective what we saw from one of the game's greats. Where does Steph Curry rank all time among the game's greats? How many positions did he climb last night with this fourth title? The one where he was definitively so, I think you'd agree, Mike, the best player on the best team. He's sort of been, and it's a champion's problem, literally and figuratively, right? Like, oh, my 50s are too big for my wallet. My diamond shoes are too tight. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great problem to have. You know, you're like, my jeans don't fit. I'm losing too much weight. Like, Steph Curry's been docked. He's been dinged because of the roster around him, the talent around him. Like, Bob Myers, who's, you know, the GM there for the Golden State Warriors and has been for some time, got such a shout-out, such a quick and direct shout-out from Steve Kerr after the game because he's the guy who has given him all the ingredients to cook with, right? And so when you're part of this winning organization and you are a transcendent player, sometimes your own transcendence is somewhat mitigated by the fact that you play alongside great players. People are like, yeah, but there's, there's that what aboutism. Like, well, what if? What if he didn't have Clay? What if he didn't have Durant? And he's dinged for half of his titles just because his roster you know, was talented enough and the culture that he's been such a part of was so attractive to the game's best free agent at the time, which was which was Kevin Durant. So what we've seen from Steph definitively here is being the best player, seemingly at least able to channel the peak of his powers again at age 34 here, Mike. Turn back the clock and show us, remind us, casuals and diehards, who he is, what he's about, and where his status in the game is right now. You know, my, fa- my favorite part of this entire series, Randy, it was not Steph going on a big scoring spree. It was not Draymond, you know, being a big part of the series early on, especially with the podcast and his struggles for shooting the ball, or Clay Thompson's three-pointer, or Jason Tatum. It was watching Steph Curry after the clock went to all zeros, the emotions that he showed after the game ended, oh, yeah. breaking down in tears on the court knowing the hard work he put into it because it just seemed like he realized this was the title that not many people expected the Golden State Warriors to win. John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies were the team talked about for most in the Western Conference. Devin Booker and Chris Paul ran away with the best record in the not only in the Western Conference but in the NBA they ran away with it. So much drama out of the Eastern Conference teams in Philly and Brooklyn. You know, can Giannis win another title? Nobody was talking about the Golden State Warriors and it seemed like Steph just finally let his emotions out. Like he just said, you know, just the way his eyes were red and the tears were flowing, he knew not many people expected him to win a title, and he was so happy and felt so gratified about winning it. And there's an entire Celtics conversation to get to, and, and, and we'll, we'll have it at some point because, you know, you want to have the conversation here about whether the window is open, you know, like what the window looks like, what the title window looks like. And honestly, it's it's almost it's almost offensive to talk about it as a window, whether it's for the Celtics or the Warriors. It is so difficult to get to this stage, and that's what makes the first half and honestly the third quarter, most of the game from the Celtics last night. That's what makes that such a shame, because the Celtics deserve better for themselves. I mean, that was the lack of energy, the lack of focus, the continued whining to the refs, the continued palms in the air, flopping, driving. You have to be smart enough at this point of the season. You've played this many playoff minutes to know how a game is being called. And Boston kept treating this as though it was a game that was going to be called tightly as though they get to the line. And it just led to continued turnovers of the basketball. Jason Tatum, I'm surprised I haven't seen this this meme here on, on social media yet. There should be a Wilt Chamberlain black and white photo 
of Jason Tatum holding up a, a piece of paper that says 100 on it. He had 100 turnovers in these playoffs, 100. And the Warriors were just not going to you know, cut themselves, so to speak, here. They weren't going to hurt themselves at this point of the, of, of the series, and Steph Curry was the reason why they were able to withstand raucous crowds in Boston, able to withstand a night where Steph Curry was 0 for 9 from 3, and they won that game, Mike? I mean, this is the, the Warriors did this in a different way. I think that's what's as impressive to me is that they won it playing traditional, quote-unquote, Warriors basketball, 3 and D throughout. They won it protecting the basketball. They won it being that veteran sort of wily team. Game two where Draymond got in the heads of everybody in the Celtics uniform. They won it in so many different ways. They were a chameleon basketball team from game to game within this series. And that's why it doesn't go seven. That's why it wraps up. And that's why we saw the emotion from Steph Curry, as you said, on the floor last night. Because also in the game, Mike, he was refer- He was going back and forth with the crowd once again, pointing to his finger for another ring, you know, in the third quarter, making the sleeping signal uh, later in the fourth as well. Like, this is a version of swaggy Steph that we hadn't seen <laughs> earlier in his career. No. And, and you know what? what's funny? Not only that, but normally it's kind of usually just been Draymond Green who's gotten caught up in that type of stuff as, you know, trying to, you know, get into it with the crowd or make comments and post-game uh, press conferences. But Steph and, you know, you know his little swag style he had out there in the garden and throughout the series, I mean, Clay Thompson had some comments a- afterwards. He, he was very open and, you know, was not holding back his feelings throughout the series. It's like the Warriors had an edge to them. Like, they had, like, you know, they felt like they were, they, that nobody was giving them the type of respect they deserved. And they're voicing it. They went and said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna hold back and be just the good old boys. We're not gonna be the good old boys that simply play basketball. We're gonna defend ourselves on the court and we're gonna defend ourselves out in public and to the crowd, to the opponents, who whoever is talking to us, we're gonna give it right back to them. Yeah, no, you're right. And they they've 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 grown up before our eyes. I mean and that's why we're informed to ask this question. Let's bring in someone who's more informed to answer this question here, Mike. Kirk Goldsberry, our ESPN NBA writer, going to join us here uh, in just a moment after this word from Indeed, if I can just get my pages separate. All right, listen, if the summer heat is making you sweat your staffing plan, Indeed makes hiring feel like a breath of fresh air. Their hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post and get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. And you can even schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 toward your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. If the June tune requires you to hire soon, then Indeed would be a boon. Their powerful hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post to get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Then invite them to apply and get connected. It's no more jumping from site to software to cell phone. You can easily schedule and conduct virtual interviews all on the Indeed website. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. Continuing on, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. He's Mike Wells. I'm Randy Scott. And joining us here on the CC call-in line is Kirk Goldsberry, our ESPN NBA writer, who was in the building there at the TD Garden, where for, listen, that first little bit, 12-2 to 2 Boston, looks like maybe we get a Game 7 out in San Francisco. And then the Warriors not only woke up, but just continued to assert their dominance. Kirk, if you could take us inside that building last night, as it started to become clearer and clearer, we were about to watch a coronation. The mood, maybe some of the things that we couldn't see in the broadcast, because it just seemed like the bench was as excited for Steph as Steph was for the moment. 
and the appreciation of the moment last night for Golden State. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. It started red hot. It felt like Boston was going to win the game, coming hot out of the gate. Uh, and then it was just an iconic Golden State performance, and it featured some of the things that they do that just really kill the spirit of a, of a, of a road environment. Uh, like the one in Boston, or in, in an opponent. And what they do is go on these runs where they seem like they can't miss shots. So they went on, I think, by my count, it was 35 to 8 during one 10-minute stretch between the um, first quarter and the second quarter. And then the game was never really close after. I guess the Boston Celtics did come back and make it interesting. But that moment, that 10-minute stretch, was really where I felt like the championship was won. And then uh, – a couple of just iconic Steph Curry moments, of course, and he can just rain those threes in, and he seems unstoppable. The one that I'll always remember from last night was he pulls up for 35 feet uh, and drains a shot in the third quarter. Uh, and again, he's the only guy in the in the game that can do that, and he does it and just defeats the building. It just takes the spirit out, and that's what we saw there last night. Kirk, at one moment, at one more point in the series, it seemed like okay, Boston was the better team. There were so many question marks about the Golden State Warriors uh, where they just simply overmatched. Where was Draymond's head in, in the series? Um, where the role players going to be able to step up and help help Steph out? And Boston had a 2-1 to series lead. What changed in the series? I know a series can be long and it just takes one game to get momentum, but in your eyes, how did Golden State take control of this series again? You know, when I look at the series from from 10,000 feet, what I see is the two best defenses of the NBA had a really great matchup. Um, But only one of the offenses, guys, had a star capable of piercing those incredible defenses. Stephen Curry was able to average 30 points a game in the series. He was able to shoot and score the ball efficiently. Um, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum could not. Uh, In addition to their turnover issues which just killed them in multiple games in this series and it's something this team has to address going forward both Jalen and Jason struggled to score the ball as efficiently as Stefan did that's why he's the final MVP he was the guy in the face of this great defensive matchup between these two juggernauts he was the one who was able to find points efficiently and consistently throughout the series with one exception game five Uh, and that's when his teammates picked him up so in game four, I think he won the biggest game of this series on the road in Boston. He puts in 40-plus, shoots the lights out. Game five, he's kind of cold. Uh, doesn't make a three for the first time in years. Uh, but his teammates, Andrew Wiggins and some of the other guys, Joe Poole, pick him up. They get that game. But ultimately, Stephen won the finals MVP for a good reason. He was the guy who could score in the series. Nobody else could be counted on, on either team, uh, to churn out 25, 30 points tonight. He, he could. We're talking with Kirk Goldsberry, our ESPN NBA writer here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Randy Scott and, and Mike Wells in for the guys. Kirk, we were asking the question here. We're putting it out, inviting people to call in, inviting people to tweet about it. What is the Warriors' most impressive title run? Did we just see it? And that, just to sort of refresh, I mean, go back to 2015, take down you know, three of them coming against LeBron, right? You know, coming over LeBron. Yeah. Um, so you got 2015, you got 17, and you got 18. The most impressive title, in your opinion, by this Warriors core. All due respect to the Rick Barry era. <laughs> let's go with this. Let's go with this core here. These Warriors. Uh, what is the most impressive yeah. title run, in your opinion? 
Yeah, it's it, my candidates are the first one or the last one, the ones without Kevin Durant. The first one is impressive because we'd never seen a team play like this. We'd never seen a sort of motion offense with two shooters, the Splash Brothers, playing off the ball and just killing teams. Remember, before that year, jump shooting teams, quote-unquote, could not win the title. Uh, and this team took the league by storm. And everybody was like, oh, wait till they get to the final. or the, the, they, they won't be able to do it. And they did it. So that one was very impressive to me because they had sort of bent how we look at championship basketball. So that one will always be there. And then this one, uh, I think, is sweeter uh, for, for the organization uh, than the two Durant ones because it had been two tough years. Uh, obviously, Kevin leaves. They had the worst record in the NBA. Uh, Clay Thompson goes through uh, just these two orthopedic disasters and, and to see him back out there and they're in their 30s and they're older. So this one against I think a great Boston team stands up. Um, ultimately, I think that first one against LeBron is going to be the one that people point to for this one, guys. But this one was, was a close second, in my opinion. Kirk, you, you can't see us right now, but when you made a mention of that first one, Randy was in studio basically <laughs> acting like he was doing the electric slide at a wedding reception. That's how excited he was uh-huh. when you said that. That is our debate. I'm going with the current one they just won last night. He's he's going with the first one. So you you are Randy's best friend off of that. <laughs> all and, right, Randy. We'll go we'll go with them together, man. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Here here's the thing about Golden State. I mean, obviously Steph Clay and Draymond is gonna be they're gonna be a year older next next year, but yeah. they're gonna have James James Wiseman back too. James Wiseman did not play. So can they continue this um continue to build off of the success they've had? even though those three uh, future Hall of Famers are going to be a year older? Yeah, I think they can. I think, you know, they spend a lot of money, and they deserve credit because some ownership groups just won't do that. Uh, They have a lot of talent on the roster, and as you're alluding to, some of that talent hasn't even reached its peak even close yet. So people like Jordan Poole, uh, Jonathan Kaminga, James Wiseman is a fascinating piece. I think he would have been very helpful in these playoffs, uh, but he was unable to play, so – you know, as Steph and Draymond and Clay sort of age out and play fewer minutes and maybe aren't able to get to the to the peaks that they've been able to get to in the previous championship run, they're going to have support from this younger group. Um, that said, let's not disrespect the rest of the Western Conference. These teams like Dallas, Phoenix, the Clippers are coming back strong. Obviously, we have LeBron and the Lakers uh, and, and teams like Denver, if they're healthy. The West is just going to be brutal uh, for years to come. There's so much young talent out there. That said, I think Golden State deserves respect. They proved it this year. I didn't even mention Memphis, by the way, who might be the best of those young teams uh, coming out of the West. So I think Golden State deserves respect. I think, if I'm not mistaken, guys, uh, they are the favorites to to win again next year early on. Um, And and that's, that's justified, in my opinion, because they have this blend of sort of savvy champion veterans already uh, and now this new group that has now been a part of one championship run here in 2022. So this team could be around for a few year, few more years. All right, Kirk Goldsberry, man, we appreciate the time. Obviously, you and I are on the right side of history here. I'll continue to work on Mike Wells over the course of the next three, <laughs> three and a half hours or so. But thanks for helping us uh, put another Warriors title into perspective here on ESPN Radio. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. All right, that's Kirk Goldsberry, not only giving us the truth, but also giving us the straight talk. It's brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. There is also news from the NFL today because the NFL will not let the NBA 
have a new cycle to itself. We got news out of the nation's capital. Some fines for the leaders of the commanders in D.C. It's Mike Wells, Randy Scott, in for the guys. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All eyes on Randy uh-huh. Scott right now, boy. I bet you got it twisted. You don't know who to trust. It's Mike Wells, Randy Scott with you. It's about the only safe line to say in that that one. Because <laughs> the, the later voice was like, so much trouble in the world. LBC. Uh-huh. It's Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80 here on ESPN Radio. It's presented by Progressive Insurance. And uh, you know what? You tune into an AL battle tomorrow as the Astros host the White Sox, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 3.30 Eastern, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. He's at Mike Wells NFL for Mike, at Randy Scott ESPN for me. You can see me uh, with Gary Streisky tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern on SportsCenter AM, where we're going to have plenty of reaction, continued reaction to the Warriors' fourth title. And for continued reaction to that, you can listen to KJM weekday 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. So I want to play this part of Steph Curry from the postgame sound. There's a lot to choose from. Mike, you mentioned how emotional he was uh, after the game on the field. But once he got to the podium, the emotion took a different, a different form 
because they asked him, they said, listen, the, the, the one infinity stone in your career that you hadn't you know, accumulated yet was this NBA Finals MVP award, and now he has that. So he was posed the question, how does it feel? What does just this mean to you to finally be a Finals MVP after everything? Forget that. We champs. Why are you starting with that question? We got four championships. You know, like, God is great. The ability to be on the stage and play with amazing teammates against a great Boston Celtics team that, you know, gave us everything to try to get to the finish line. Um, This one hits different for sure. It does. It does hit different. I think it hits different, Mike, because he's definitively the best player on this roster. You know, if you take if you take Steph, and this sounds blasphemous to say, if you take Steph off of the two title winning teams that Kevin Durant played for, the ones where he was healthy, you know, not the one where he lost, where they lost to the Toronto Raptors because both, you know, Kevin and, and Clay uh, went down. But if you take Steph off those teams, they still win. Maybe, you know, maybe they do. And I'm not trying to revisit, you know, ghost topics of sports radio past going back to those years but but maybe you know you you'd be willing to have that conversation you take stuff off this team they're not a playoff team they're a team no. that 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 is maybe in the play-in game like they were you know a couple of years ago or last year rather and a couple but of we years. gotta we do have to say it this way though i mean this is no knock on clay thompson because clay was working his way back from the torn achilles in the in the eight torn acl so I mean, you know, a healthy Clay, they can get to the playoffs. They're not a title contending team, but yeah, you take Steph, Steph off this roster, yeah, they're they're maybe a play-in game because you know, even with as as good as Jordan Poole went, the stretch he went through at the end of the regular season, we saw that at times the light was the lights were too bright for uh, Jordan Poole at times in this playoff series. Right, and Steph still not being, I mean, excuse me, Clay still not being, you know, looking like Clay from several years ago. Um, it, it's such a big question mark out of it, but yeah. And again, you, you know, we don't want to go back in the time with on the radio side, but I'll say this: Kevin Durant was the best player. The two when they won the back to back titles, and then when Golden State won their first one, LeBron was still at the peak of his game. So Steph wasn't they. Golden State was a better team, but Le, LeBron was the best player in that series. Now there's zero doubt and zero doubt the same way Kendrick Perkins and those guys held up the zeros back in the fall and saying that Steph Curry was not going to win another title. There was no doubt in my mind, in anybody's mind, that Steph Curry was the best player right, in right. this playoff series. No doubt. Well, okay, so it's I'm glad that we bring up Kevin Durant with this conversation because now, as we so you know are so want to do, and I feel like basketball lends itself to a, a comparison of styles and eras a lot more than other sports, a lot better than other sports, and it certainly fuels the conversation. Where's Steph now in all-time rankings? I, w- I want to bring you back to February. Ooh. ESPN put out its list, its rankings, of the top 75 players in NBA history. Steph was 16th. And just as a point of reference, Kevin Durant was 12th. It's sort of like media market size, right? Like New York is number one, LA is number two. Well, Michael Jordan is New York on this list. Michael Jordan's number one, LeBron's number two. And then you go down to 12, that's Durant. You go to 16, that's Steph Curry. I, I firmly believe Steph Curry climbed in the rankings last night. How high did he climb? Is he top 10 to you, Mike Wells? Mm. And who does he bump if he Man, is top see, 10? That's, that's, that's the thing, Randy, is who does he bump? I mean, if you're going to say, all right, you're moving him into the top 10, I assume you're probably going to put him at number 10, which means you're, you're knocking out Kobe Bryant, Mr. Mamba. I, that, that, yeah, that I, is, I, I am. But I'm yeah. asking you the question, sir. 
I don't need to be like, I'm like, Mike, who'd you knock out? And you're like, well, here's why you're a bad person, Randy. And blah, blah, blah. you just come back at me. So first not, you I'm, answer the question. Okay, I'll back mine I'm, up. I'm, I'm not putting Steph Curry in the top 10. I'm not putting Steph Curry in the top 10. Why is that? Not yet. He's moved closer to the top 10. Mm-hmm. He's not, I mean, I'm, put, I'm putting him in front of Kevin Durant. I will put him at number 12 right now. So Durant goes to 13. Yes. Which is ahead of, back. it's ahead of Moses. So, okay. So ahead of, ahead of Steph on these rankings. Okay. Before last night, which sounds crazy. Like how much can change in one night? But Moses was 15. Julius Irving, Dr. J is at 14. Hakeem Olajuwon at 13. And then Durant at 12. Shaq at 11. And then Kobe at 10. So Kobe was the gatekeeper for number 10. And we're listen. You can make your own list, obviously. We invite you to do that. This is just the ESPN list. We're just using it so that people can go out and find it. You just Google ESPN 75 NBA player list or whatever. It's out there. It's easy to find. Yeah, it, it is. Um, man, uh, I, I noticed you haven't said, is, is he top 10 in your eyes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's 10. So who are you bumping out? Kobe. Kobe. It's not the first time. He wanted I've... you to say it, Mike. Yeah. He didn't want to say it himself. Yeah, I know, but I, I, listen. We we're, we're both in the media, you know. Mm-hmm. Randy's on Sports Center. I, I work for for ESPN.com, covering the Colts and everything. We know how we know how this works. We're both we're both trying to play words off of each other. We're trying to <laughs> twist it around on each other. We're, <laughs> Randy, Randy's trying to be slick the same way I'm trying to be slick. Uh, the whole time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna circle back and I'm gonna get Randy and put him on the spot. So why are you moving Kobe Bryant out? I got Steph closer to the top ten, but why are you move? What what is it about Steph that pushes Kobe Bryant? And that killer mentality that he has. Kobe has uh, one title without Shaq, and that is a massive thing. And Kobe would say that. Kobe would tell you that, and I, he was clear about it when, it when it happened. To get that ring with a supporting cast. He's got two without, without Shaq, Cam? Yeah, 09 and 10. 09 and 10, but Pau Gasol is his running mate, right? I mean, all due, oh, all due hey, respect. Wait, 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 wait. Randy, Randy, I love you to death, brother. But, yeah. I mean, Pau Gasol... That's yeah, he's a great player. I mean, he's very. I mean, he may end up in Hall of Fame at some point, but uh, I would take Clay Thompson supporting take Steph this? Curry over Pau Gasol. You take this Clay. You take this Clay. Like we're, Kobe? Talking, we're talking the whole body of work, not just this year. We're what? talking about the four the four titles total. All right, we got We got. We got to come back to this cam. I know. I know. We got to break, but we got to come back. We got to. It's my fault for getting getting to it this late in the thing or this late in the. Uh, in the segment, do we have we have NFL with with Fowler coming up next? All right, J Bone, friend of the program, Jeremy Fowler with us. We're going to get into Lamar Jackson's contract situation. Also, a couple of fines there in the DMV for the Commanders, and it goes all the way to the top of the football side with Ron Rivera. It's Mike Wells. It's Randy Scott, Kobe Hive. Just be patient. All right, it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Tremendous performance from Steph Curry. And if you listen to Steph, there was certainly a tinge of wanting to prove some people wrong last night. It means we won. It means we uh, took advantage of the opportunity getting back here. And I mean, I hear all the conversations. I hear all the chatter. We hear all the chatter. At the end of the day, it's about what we do on the floor. I ain't got to talk about it, just got to go do it. And uh, this one hits different. This one hits different for sure. And it feels like in hitting different, Chris, that this was a championship that Steph Curry needed for his own psyche, so to speak. He needed this to prove to himself what he is in his career. I don't know if he needed it to prove to himself, Carlin, but I think this is the thing that eliminates all doubt when it comes to whether or not he belongs in the conversation to be a top 10 player all time. Like, the finals MVP is the thing that everybody lorded over him. And I, and I want to say our very own Max Kellerman was one of the first people that I heard actually bring it up. But that now is no longer a conversation. And it's not a Fugazi finals MVP because you're talking about Steph Curry averaging 31, 6, and 5. And in the most important game in this series, game four on the road in Boston, Golden State in danger of going down 3-1. Steph Curry drops a 43-point masterpiece on their way to being able to reel off three straight and win the series. So Steph Curry, I mean, you can't say enough about what the guy has meant for Golden State in this series and what he's meant for this championship run and what he's meant for the life of this dynasty over the past eight years. I just think that it was one of those things that people were looking for to pick at with him to win a finals MVP. And while that's a very exclusive club, Steph had already done so much in his career. The the part of this that's most impressive to me, Chris, is that he has been the centerpiece on three different kinds of championship teams. And and that's that's rarefied air. Jordan, I would argue, really did it with two different kinds of teams besides him himself and Pippen. Steph has now done it with really three different 
supporting cast, so to speak, in winning these four championships. I shouldn't even say supporting when we're talking about Kevin Durant being the guy that was there. No, I know, but Steph Curry is the one that drives the engine because he's the guy that sets the culture. But, Carlin, when you take a step back and look at the resume that this guy has put together, two MVPs, one is unanimous, eight-time All-NBA, two-time scoring champ, four-time NBA champion, and top 75 all-time. I mean, it's it's a bulletproof resume. I mean, it stacks up with the best of the game. And when you start talking about Hall of Fame consideration, this guy's going to be in that special room in that building. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. In short, a lot of things. Bundle today at Progressive.com. That's a fun game, Cam. That's good. You know, it's on the Zoom. You can look at your iPad you as well. You see this iPad's an eye test. This thing's a sign. And you have it in, in your hand in it's paper. On, it's on your Apple Watch. You can just find it on your Apple Watch. Uh, Jeremy Fowler's with us. It's uh, Mike Wells, Randy Scott with you on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Jay Bone joining us on the CC Carlin line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Uh, Fowler, man, <laughs> That, t- that team in Washington can't stay out of the headlines for non-football-related activities here, or at least reasons. Uh, what's the latest What's the latest with Ron Rivera's team that has them in the uh, in, under the microscope of the, of the NFL here? Yeah, Randy, great to be with you. And, uh, you know, Washington is – it was funny. I was there on Wednesday, and Ron Rivera just said, hey, we're not the past. Like, we're, we're a different team. Headlines keep getting – called out for all the wrong reasons, but we're doing things the right way. And then this thing happens. Now I, I really don't, these things are, are minor to me. Um, you know, you're, you're doing workouts, you get a little overzealous, you're trying to get better, you know, unless you're just knowingly shattering the rule book. Um, you know, this is sort of a slap on the wrist that, that Rivera can handle. Uh, but it, it is incredibly ironic just coming off of all that they've had there. And they're desperately trying to turn the page to some positivity. Hey Jeremy, good good to talk to you, and um, hopefully Carson Wentz look better looks better now than he did during his one season with the Indianapolis Colts. But we're not we're not I'm not gonna we're not gonna discuss Carson Wentz. He's he's in the past in Indy right now. Um, that team up I ninety five from where the Commanders play the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, you know, did his first media sex session in almost six months um, yesterday. Where do you see this contract situation going? I mean, is this something that needs to get done? And why do you believe Lamar is taking his time on two sides coming to some type of long-term agreement? Yeah, well, Mike, by the way, Carson Wentz looked great in practice. So we know one thing about Carson Wentz. He always looks great in practice, right? Big, strong guy, big arm. So we'll see. I, Washington thinks they can sneak up on some people, though, and that he actually will be successful for them. But uh, to Baltimore – this one is fascinating. I, it would not shock me if this went year to year, like if they went to the season without a deal. Uh, I just think based on what I'm hearing right now, um, even though it's unclear what Lamar wants exactly, he's going to need to be in that top tier uh, of quarterbacks. You know, that's $40-plus million a year. Um, the Ravens haven't been there yet. It's really unclear if they'll get there. Uh, you know, they certainly want to do a deal, but because of his running style and maybe the shelf life possibly being shorter for him long-term to sustain that excellence, um, that's going to play into this somehow, and the Ravens could use that to their advantage. They're unafraid to use the franchise tag in 2023. So Lamar Jackson knows, like, if we don't get something done now or sometime this summer, uh, it could be a long slog where I'm on the tag one year, maybe two years. 
Uh, he doesn't seem to be afraid of that, though. That's the thing. Like, I've heard he's got incredible resolve in all this. Um, he's willing to be patient for the right deal. And so that's why I think there's a chance this doesn't get done. But they're going to chip away at it. I'm told neither side is panicking, and they are hopeful. We're talking with Jeremy Fowler, our ESPN senior NFL writer here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Mike Wells, Randy Scott in for the guys. I want to go back to, I want to go back to D.C., at least D.C. area. And goodness knows the commanders are, are exploring stadium options uh, down, in, down in Virginia. But for now, they're up there in, in Landover. I want to, this, this Chase Young situation is, is interesting for me. Uh, he's such a key part of what they do and what is the the backbone of this team. I mean, all due respect to Carson yeah. Wentz, like if that defense isn't right, they're not going anywhere. And that defense w- was able to carry Tyler Heineke, Taylor Heineke and company to a, at least a playoff berth a couple years back. What is the latest with his status? I know that, you know, the, 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 um, the injuries, you know, mid November ACL tear. It is, it yeah. seems like a lot to expect a guy like that to be ready to go for training camp, but, He's also a physical freak. What, what are you hearing about Chase Young? Yeah, well, you know, I, I talked to Ron Rivera. He told me that Chase Young will likely start training camp on the physically unable to perform list, and then they'll just go from there. Uh, they don't really have any hard expectations right now. Uh, because of his position, you have to be able to explode and move and pull, and it's not like a quarterback position where Joe Burrow and some other guys have had an easier time coming back. And so – and there also was some additional damage outside of a traditional ACL, like – there's a real feel that, you know, if he gets back by week one, hundred percent, that that could be, you know, a mild victory, a mild surprise. Um, now you're right. He is uh, genetically gifted and, and uh, will work hard to get back. And, and he'll certainly be a prime player year three. It just depends on whether he's ready to go that first week. I think is the question right now. Yeah. When that third, that third uh, season for him starts up, Jeremy, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the time. Um, you know, here's hoping you get to better, <laughs> better, uh, storylines on your on your mini camp and your training camp travels you can get out of dc and get away from from carson Wentz. Hey, Thanks, hey jeremy real, real quick we're down like the last 45 seconds you're back you're a basketball guy just like myself and randy were you surprised that golden state uh had that comeback you're talking about down two one or yeah, down two one which, yep. which comeback not really i mean yeah championship pedigree man like uh when you can shoot like that all you got to do is get hot for a little bit i, I thought boston was going to win early on based on just their defense. Like they were so, they had all this length. Oh, for sure. At all five positions. I thought it would really hold up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, Golden State, uh, something special. Yep. Jeremy, I appreciate you guys. Thanks appreciate for you, me, dude. We'll, we'll see you on Sports Center this weekend. That's Jeremy Fowler, our ESPN NFL writer. We're going to get back to San Francisco, live to San Francisco. Another title, another ring, another parade for that city. For more on the Warriors, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio.